What a 2023 Prince Edward Island Canada Games it was for Team Nova Scotia. Pleased to be joined by Lori Lancaster, who is the chef de mission for Team Nova Scotia. Lori, welcome. First of all, congratulations on a fabulous Games. It's been a couple of days. What are your kind of thoughts now as you look back? Oh, Scott, it has been a couple of days, and I think you can still hear a little bit of the rasp in my voice from the enormous cheering that take place. But, you know, I've had a, a few days to reflect on, I think, the enormity and how special those games were for Team Nova Scotia on, an, on a number of different levels. Um, certainly celebrating our incredible athletes and coaches on, you know, our best ever medal finish in a winter game. So that's something that we were celebrating with with everyone and just, you know, really some some special moments throughout the games, which I will look forward to kind of discussing with you as we progress here. But overall, just a very memorable, rewarding and uh, special time these 2023 games were in Prince Edward Island. And there's so many subplots and stories that we can talk about, but a couple that jump out at me, uh, karate included as a sport for the first time, Nova Scotia doing so well there. And uh, the female hockey squad capturing a silver medal, the first ever medal for a female team at the Canada Games. So where do you want to start? Oh, you know what, Scott, I get such goosebumps thinking about these athletes and what they accomplished. And I think to your point, you know, our, our karate athletes, coming to the games for the first time this sport and us taking home six medals uh, that was week one so you know you could start to feel the momentum of 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 the fact that these karate athletes were leading the medal charge for us and how how exceptional that was I actually personally have never seen a karate fight in person and I was mesmerized at the athleticism and and just the determination in that sport so it was it was pretty special to see those group of athletes compete in that setting. Um, and then our female hockey team, I mean, you could just, I think I said to many, you could, you could see their confidence and their just their determination grow after each game. And what a special group of young women and coaches really supporting each other. And, you know, for me, um, the electricity of that that semifinal game against the, you know, the power beast Ontario. And I'm not sure if, if anyone had seen in the social media scene afterward, but um, the hockey teams of Prince Edward Island and Newfoundland and Labrador gathered in the hallway um, to welcome and celebrate our female athletes as they, I, I get a little reclumped thinking about it right now, to be honest with you, but like just a pure vision of camaraderie and sportspersonship. And um, I was never more proud um, of our sports groups at that time and just celebrating each other. So um, kudos to those incredible athletes who, who really took this time at the games to be to be their very best and won a really well-deserved silver medal for them. And you could definitely feel the momentum growing throughout the two weeks of the games with Team Nova Scotia performing so well across so many sports. Uh, within your role as Chef de Mission, what opportunities did you have to speak to athletes, to coaches, and maybe even to family members? Yeah. And what were those conversations like? If you can recount a couple of them quickly. Oh, absolutely. And I think part of part of the the joy, I think, of of my role, Scott, is really getting you know doing my best to get to see every every sport and to interact with our with our athletes. That's why we're here. We're here to make their lives, um, you know, as fluid and easy as possible so that all they have to think about is competing at the game. So 
you know, so so I attended almost everything and how thrilled it was to to celebrate um, with families there, particularly those who, who who were successful in achieving a medal, but even those who were achieving their personal bests. I mean, we had a significant amount of athletes who achieved their personal bests and and those really need to be celebrated. But um, for me, just being able to, to, to watch our athletes, uh, to see them grow and develop, uh, not only really as within the sports world, but the incredible learnings that come from the games, meeting other athletes, overcoming adversity. It's just all in all, it's an incredible experience for all involved. And again, just the momentum that was built. And, you know, you talked about Prince Edward Island, the Newfoundland and Labrador hockey teams being there to support Team Nova Scotia as they came off the ice. Other than the things that we've mentioned, which are obviously big highlights for you, what are a couple of other things that you're going to take away that years from now you're still going to look back on fondly and it's going to make you smile? You know, for me personally, I think it was um, taking home a lot of those wonderful experiences on Prince Edward Island. Um, I'm a very proud Prince Edward Islander. Um, you know, many mission staff, we were driving around and they just said, Lori knows where to go, right? So just drive with Lori. She knows where to go. Um, so being able to to relish the fact that we were we were doing so well as a province in in my home province, I think was was really wonderful. I got to see my family members a little bit more. So sharing that special time with them. But, you know, there were really some wonderful other sporting moments, as I said, you know, our, our badminton, our badminton crew, Scott, we have never, ever meddled, um, you know, certainly within the last 20 years, we were trying to think back at how far that was, but certainly within the last 20 years, had never received a badminton, you know, made it to the badminton medal round. So our, our both our female and male badminton player singles uh, took home silver medals. And, and I was there and I witnessed that. And it was it was pretty special and you know we have this incredible paranordic uh female skier by the name of emma archibald and uh, emma's lighting up uh her ski world um you know nationally and is doing incredible things she took home three medals for us just those really proud moments of watching these athletes be be their very best is is something I think I'll take away in addition to the fact that we we did it in the on the island. Now I'm going to go back to what you were saying when you were driving around some of the mission staff and they were deferring to you. Hey, Lori knows where to go. So let let's step outside the Canada Games world for a moment. Then the mission staff need to go for a bite to eat or for a cafe for a, a coffee and a muffin. What are some of the places that you were taking them, Lori? Oh my gosh, lots of places. There are some incredible spots to eat, uh, certainly in Charlottetown. But you know what, Scott, on that point, though, it was really interesting. And I think the host society, you know, they were toting the games as a tip-to-tip games, right? So from one end of the island to the other. We did a lot of traveling. Um, You know, some of these legacy venues that the island now has as part of this this games, um, you know, a brand new ice rink build in North Rustico, um, certainly utilizing, you know, Summerside and the credit union place, but there were some really wonderful areas of the island. And I think for those, certainly those out of province folks, so those from British Columbia and, and uh, Manitoba, you know, visitors who never had a chance to see the island, it was it was pretty spectacular. But coming to food, we explored a little bit of everything. Uh, we have this fabulous uh, barbecue Korean 
um, place that we that several of us visited numerous times. I I can relate. I can understand that. And just kind of digging into this whole island vibe a little more. I know uh, my saltwater colleagues over in Prince Edward Island covered the games from literally from tip to tip, as you mentioned, and they told some really great stories. And one that sticks out, and I I, I believe it might have been some members of Team Saskatchewan, but they were telling stories about being out around and seeing athletes from all of these different parts of the country out around shopping and picking up souvenirs from Prince Edward Island pins and flags and whatever other mementos and things like that. What does that mean to you as an Islander at heart and someone from there to hear those stories and to see those things happening? Yeah, I mean, pretty special. Uh, there was an enormous buzz on the island. And, you know, I think it was particularly in the winter. You know, it's funny. People will say Prince Edward Island's fabulous to go to, but choose to go in the summer. Uh, I, I kind of disagree. I think it's a it's a it's a beautiful hidden gem in the winter as as well. And you know, to see the number of athletes and and visitors um, around the island that time, particularly for for the local businesses, I think what was really unique. And and Scott, just touching on the island, I mean, I think what most of us took away from the games experience were these incredible volunteers. Um, never have I seen or met more giving, loving, gregarious, open people who just wanted to do everything they could to make the experience for those visiting athletes and coaches and families um, really special. And I think they they all went above and beyond. I think I heard, you know, there was the need for 5,000 volunteers to make the games work. I think they had well over that. I think they had waiting lists for volunteers. I think you know, one of those moments we came into the closing ceremonies um, and there were volunteers lined up welcoming us, you know, and you couldn't help but have goosebumps and feel the enormous pride of the island who came together to execute this incredible initiative. And um, I was feeling extremely proud. So many wonderful moments and tremendous legacies left by the games. We'll wrap up with you here in a moment, Lori. But, you know, the games now are in the rearview mirror. They're past, and, and Nova Scotia and all the other provinces have to look ahead to the next time that there's going to be a Canada Games, either summer or winter. What would your message be to athletes that have never been to a Canada Games and aspire to get there, whether it's to medal or, as you're saying, just to compete and get a personal best? What would your message be to those up-and-coming athletes? You know, I think... It's it's to to work hard and 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 strive for your for your dreams if if that if that is a dream of yours, strive strive to do what you need to do to get there. And you know, Scotty, tell everybody, you know, I'm a two times Canada Games athlete. I got an opportunity to participate in the '87 Games in in Sydney, Nova Scotia, and then the Canada Games Council actually um, moved basketball, which was my sport, to a to a summer games. Uh, so I got to compete in back-to-back -back games. So I did the 89 games in Saskatoon. And I ha have to tell you, I have I have a number of really amazing sporting moments in my career. My Canada Games experiences will always be some of my most memorable. Absolutely amazing. Well, Lori, thank you so much for your time today. And again, congratulations on all of the success, not only for Team Nova Scotia, but uh, the Prince Edward Island Games as a whole. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Scott. Take care. Real journalism goes deeper than the headline. Perspective, context, and understanding requires the full story. Get it in The Guardian and online at saltwire.com.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.